0: Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry, or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. These people thought I had it all. Nice house, fancy food, good clothes, lots of money. They'd look at me and they'd say, that guy... He's got it all, it's right where I want to be. But the truth is, I didn't have what they thought I did. See, the truth is that my friends weren't really my friends, I just bought them, they were there for the money. Everyone else really kinda of hated me. See, I I would look at everyone else and I would see that they had those true friendships, the love, the joy, the peace, and, and that's what I really wanted, not the money, not the big house. And so I'd look at them and I'd get jealous because the truth is all I felt was sadness, loneliness. I felt unwelcome. I'm curious, have you ever felt like that? Have, have you ever felt sad or, or lonely? Have you ever felt like you didn't belong? I know I have, all the time. That was my entire life. I felt like every group I should have been a part of, I was kicked out. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you my story. My story is a story of sadness, of loneliness. But in the end, it's a story of acceptance. I'd like to encourage you to take some notes. So if you want to go ahead and get out your storyline bookmarks, you're gonna need those. Take some notes because I hope that after hearing my story, you can have a better story. My name is Matthew, and I'm a tax collector. I guess really I, I used to be a tax collector. See, the problem is I'm a Jew, and my job was to collect money from other Jews and give it to Romans. And the big part about that is Jews, Romans, they hate each other. I mean, they really hate each other. See, Jews felt like the Romans were this government that had come in and and taken over their world and and they were mean and oppressive. and Jews didn't like that. The Romans, they didn't like the Jews because they rebelled and acted out and, and tried everything they could to be a pain in the Romans' rear ends. And here I am, a tax collector. My job? To go and take money from the Jews and give it to the Romans. You know, I should have fit in with one of those groups, but the truth is that both groups hated me. I mean, the Romans, I guess they tolerated me, maybe mild dislike. See, they just thought I was a pawn. I was nothing to them, not important. I was just the guy who was to get the money from the Jews and give it to them. I was the guy who did the dirty work. I wasn't important. But the Jews, the Jews hated me. Oh, I mean, they would come and call me cheater, liar, traitor, evil. The Jews hated everything about me because my job was to take their money and give it to this establishment that they hated. They told me I wasn't even worthy to be a Jew. I was unwelcome, kicked out of my own people group. Every time I think about it, it makes me sad. See, every day I would go in and I would have to sit down at my tax collector booth and people would come up and they would throw their money at me. They would yell insults, cheater, liar. Sometimes they even spit at me. Nobody liked me. And then at the end of the day, I'd go home to no one who wants to be friends with a tax collector, a cheater, a traitor. No one. And the Romans didn't want to hang out with me. I was just the guy who did the stuff they were too good to do. Nah, my whole life was filled with sadness, with loneliness. I was fallen in a deep depression. My life had no hope, no future. Until, until I met this guy, he changed everything for me forever. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him, and Matthew got up and followed him, Matthew nine nine.
1: So this semester we are going through a series called storyline, and uh, we are talking about the different stories of some of the men that were closest to Jesus, the disciples. And uh, each week this semester, each uh, we're going to be talking about the struggles that those disciples were going through, and we're going to talk about the redemption um, that Jesus brought to their story. Um, before we talk about Matthew's story tonight, um, I'd like to just go to God in prayer. So would you guys bow your heads with me and let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, just love you. And, uh, we're so excited that we get to use, um, the story of Matthew to learn from and to grow from. And Lord, I pray that the fifth and sixth graders in this room, uh, can hear his story and, uh, learn how you changed his story so that you can change theirs as well. Um, Don't let us forget how amazing you are and how you take care of us in all circumstances. We love you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Bad stories throw exclusive parties. On your bookmarks, you guys can fill that in. Bad stories throw exclusive parties. And I definitely have a bad story to tell you guys. And the unfortunate thing is I am the main character of that bad story. Um, I know. I know. It's it's an issue. Um, So if you guys are okay with it, I would love to read my story. Since we're going through a series called Storyline, I thought it would be okay to read you my story tonight. Is that okay? Okay. So I'm going to read my story, um, so you guys can just follow along, or listen along, I guess, and um, try try to find yourself in this story. See where you stand. So when I was in third grade... My family started going to a new church. We'd heard great things about this church and we were really excited to go. We were expecting something great. And what happened that first Sunday and the months to follow was not what we were expecting. Our family came home or came from a church who always dressed up really nice every time you went to church. And the first night, we found ourselves. We found out that this wasn't the case for this church. And we found ourselves sticking out in the crowd. And I'm sure we've all been there before. You've all felt out of place at one time or another. And you know the feelings that come with that. You would think that at church, this would have been a place that would get past uh, something um, for looking different. But this was where the loneliness began to creep in. My brother and I were made fun of. We were excluded, and my older sisters were as well. And somehow, as the weeks went on, we started having other issues. Every Sunday night before church, we would play outside with the other boys, and we decided we were going to play a game. Because there were a lot of pine trees outside, there were a lot of pine cones on the ground. And so we decided it would be a good idea to have pine cone fights. Stupid idea, actually a very bad idea. We would split up teams, and we'd go for it. Whoever quit first lost. You're probably thinking that we always got picked last. I mean, feeling that I was lonely and no one liked us. But it was worse than that. It was everybody versus my brother and I. Every single time. Every Sunday night, them versus us. You're probably wondering why I would put myself through that. Um, I'm pretty competitive and I just don't like to give up. Sometimes we lost. Sometimes we won, but every week we would end up feeling lonely and excluded, let alone all the bruises and the cuts and the pants and the holes um, in my pants that I just couldn't explain to my mom. I began to hate them. And my sisters were even more hurt by the church, so much so that my oldest sister to this day has never gone back. And that's a bad story. And those guys, that church, was throwing an exclusive party that I wasn't invited to. But the story gets worse. The story gets much worse. I'm not sure how it happened, but eventually my brother and I were accepted into the group. I'm not sure if they changed their minds, their parents told them to stop, or we earned their favor because of our pine cone fighting ability. You would think we would have all learned our lesson but once I became a part of the group, I started doing exactly the same things. But it wasn't pinecone fights anymore. It was my words and my actions. In fact, there was a kid named Darren who we picked on relentlessly. We excluded him and others. And we know that they felt alone and afraid because I had been there before. And I knew what he felt. He felt anger and hate in his heart. I went from being the lonely one to making other people feel lonely. It wasn't until high school that my friends and I realized what we were doing, and we began to try and mend the relationships. But the damage was hard to repair. And we discovered that our struggle was only fixed by Jesus. So now I have to pray for those people that I hurt and ask God that he changes my words and my actions to try to make my story right again. So my story started out like Matthew. Um, It obviously went to a completely different path. Where did Matthew's story begin? Let's go back and look at um, Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. And you guys can fill it out on your bookmarks um, if you haven't already. Here's what Matthew chapter 9 um, says. It says, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. So our friend Matthew, up there on the screen there. He was sitting alone at a table, much like I'm sitting alone at this table. He was excluded by the Romans, he was rejected by the Jews. He he found in his story a story of loneliness. And he had a choice to make. Was his struggle going to lead him toward a path of sin or was it going to lead him to a path of redemption? And we have to make the same choice ourselves. We have to answer the same question. But which question is the question? Are you sitting on the same side of the table that Matthew is? Are you feeling alone? Are you feeling rejected? Or are you sitting on the other side of the story, like the Jews and the Romans, and even myself at the end of my story, where you're making other people feel alone and rejected? Which side of the table are you on? And depending on which side, you still have to answer a question. And the question is this. Are you going to let our circumstances or other people make you feel lonely, afraid, or rejected? Because you know what that leads to? That leads to hate. That leads to bitterness. And that leads to resentment. That's what I felt in my heart when I felt alone and afraid. And that led me to a path of sin. And it was horrible. I hated it. And it wasn't what God was calling me to. Or maybe you're sitting on the other side of the table and you have to answer this question. Are you going to allow other people to dictate how you treat others, how you treat your friends, how you treat your family? Are you peer pressured into excluding other people for what they look like, what they wear, where they go to school, how good they are at sports, how smart they are? You have to decide, are you going to let that be a part of your story? Because the world is telling you that that's a good story. They love winners and losers. They love popular and unpopular. They love it when someone gets left out because they look different. That's what the world wants you to think. They want you to feel like you're better than everybody else. They want you to feel Like, other people don't matter. But those are not good stories. Those are bad stories. And bad stories always lead to hurt and pain and suffering. That's what I felt. And maybe some of you guys have felt that too. But whether it's shame and loneliness for those being rejected or guilt and pride for those who are excluding others, It always leads to being alone. You know what else bad stories do? Bad stories throw exclusive parties. They do. You guys have all been to a party, right? And you know parties aren't that fun when you're all alone. You want other people to be at your party. But you know the flip side as well. You know what the other side of the table feels like? That time when you didn't get invited to the party. Man, it, it does not feel good when you wanted to be at something so bad and you weren't invited. You weren't accepted. You were kicked out. You were rejected. But you've, you've probably been there where you had to choose who you wanted to invite. And you chose maybe for a variety of different reasons. And maybe it's not a party. Maybe it's a friend group. Maybe it's a team Maybe it's picking teams for dodgeball out at recess. Whatever it is, you know what it feels like to reject other people and exclude them, and you know what it feels like to be excluded yourself. But this table is not meant to be empty. This table is not meant to be empty. There is a better story out there for each and every one of us. But what story are you writing? What story are you writing? Are you the main character kicking other people out? Are you a supporting character not standing up for those who are kicked out and alone? Are you struggling with loneliness that is leading you toward a path of sin? Are you using your words and your actions to make other people feel lonely? Or are you allowing Jesus to redeem your story? Are you allowing Jesus into your story? Let's look back at Matthew Chapter 9, verse 9. I didn't finish the verse, so I want to finish it now. The first part of the verse says this. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. Matthew didn't choose a path toward sin like I did. Matthew chose a path toward redemption. Here's what the end of the verse says. It says, follow me, he told them. That was Jesus. Jesus told them that. And Matthew got up and followed him. Matthew got up from the table and followed Jesus. Matthew made a choice. And guess what? Each and every single one of you, as do I, have to make a choice too. You have to make the decision, are you going to follow Jesus? Or are you going to throw an exclusive party? And some of you are sitting in the room tonight and you've already decided that you want to follow Jesus. You've already already given your life to Christ. But you're still struggling with the same things. You're still struggling with rejecting other people because of who they are. Or you're still struggling with loneliness because you've been rejected yourself. Jesus is the better story. Jesus is the story that makes your story better. Jesus is the story that makes your story good. Or maybe you're sitting in this room and you haven't made a decision yet. You just don't know. And that's okay. We want you to keep coming back here each and every week to hear about how amazing our Jesus is. And tonight, if you haven't made that choice, that's okay. Spend some time tonight thinking about that. We're going we're to take communion this evening. And as we do every single week, um, you're going to be ushered um, row by row to go and take communion. For those of you giving your life to Christ, as you're taking that communion, remember what Jesus did on the cross to save you from your sin, to save you from pain, and to give you a better story, to redeem the story that you're living. Or, spend some time at your seat and think about how Jesus could transform your life and transform your story. And after you're done with communion, you can head back to the impact station if you'd like. You can stay seated and just sing a song to God. Spend some time in prayer. But I want each and every one of you to make a decision towards Jesus. Because if you want a good story, not necessarily a happy one, but a holy story, one that's bringing you to him each and every day. We would love to talk to you about that. Your leaders, myself, come find us at the end of this. Let's pray. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for who you are. Be with us tonight. Be with us each day as we find a path towards you. I thank you so much for what you did on the cross. And I pray, Lord, that we never forget it. In your son's name we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.